0: Hello and welcome back once again to the HRD Live podcast. Today's guest is Brad Williams, VP of HR Technology and People Analytics at Northwestern Mutual. Brad launched his professional career, tempting candidates to join a small healthcare company in Chicago and built his reputation delivering analytics and workforce strategy for Sears and HP. After a brief stint at Aptus that foreshadowed his eventual HR technology fascination, Brad led business transformation at Fannie Mae and then settled in Northwestern Mutual to transform HR IT and People Analytics. He loves uncovering how technology and automation can free teams from redundant and administrative tasks and empower them to focus on meaningful work. He believes in delivering exceptional experiences to customers, employees, partners, leads and candidates. Brad, it's brilliant to have you on the HRD Live podcast. Today, we'll be looking at the role people analytics can play in hybrid working. So first things first, what do you feel are the core challenges with hybrid working that remain unsolved in many organisations?
1: Yeah, so first off, great to be here. Very excited. I, I couldn't be more jazzed about the topic. I, I think there's so much that is is unsolved. It's hard to pick uh, just, you know, one or two things. I think, you know, as I think about it, there's an understanding of what type of work is best suited on site versus remote. I think there there's a lot of research and and understanding that goes into that. What remains unsolved is how to put that into practice and how to structure people's day. And I think about it as a giant puzzle and how, how do all those pieces fit together? And it's really, you know, structuring people's day in a way that makes sense for uh, on site or remote work because most people's days aren't full of single activity. It's not full of focus time. It's not full of, you know, uh, collaboration time entirely. How do you mix that hybrid in a single day in a way across your employee base to bring people together to, to create productivity, um, in, in a way that feels natural and makes sense? And that's one of the things that just, I, I think, is is a hard nut to crack and something that you know remains unsolved for in this space.
0: Great. So let's get into the role that people analytics can play in all of this. So, firstly, what are some of the most important metrics that you think people analytics can help with?
1: Yeah. So I th- I think there's a handful. You know, for for me and one of the things that we're on in in our journey here at MM is understanding first who is coming on site and who's not um you know i think there's a lot of people who are electing to to come on to campus or in the office and spend time there because it's it's valuable to them i think if you can tap in and understand who those individuals are what attributes uh, are known about them, you can then start to unravel the spider web a little bit and tap into the sentiment as to why they're coming in or why certain individuals aren't. And then based on that, you can develop strategies to optimize that mix and understand uh even what the impact are of of mandates. So I think that's the first piece is just really understanding who's coming into the the office looking at badging data or whatever data is available. Uh, I think you can go into collaboration tools and understanding, you know, Slack or Zoom or Teams, whatever collaboration tools you use, understand how people uh look at that. The other big piece, too, that is important for us here here at NM is the the DNI impact. And so certainly if you're looking at trying to create in office mandates, you're going to be constrained by where your physical offices are. And there's usually DNI impacts related to that. So I think understanding what those impacts are, what the talent availability is in certain areas across uh, your physical footprint is helpful in understanding how to balance all the different strategies that an organization is running with, whether it's Things on the DNI front, whether it's uh, certain skills or talent availability, or whether it's bringing people on site or allowing for more remote work. So I think that's kind of the the broad brushstrokes of the things that, at least here at NM, we're we're starting to get our hands around.
0: And so once you begin measuring in some of those areas, thinking about having that actually translate in, into action, what are some of the ways that people analytics can be used then to optimize hybrid working models?
1: Yeah, so I, I think there's, there's a couple of things there and I, I alluded to it a little bit. You know, what we're looking at is understanding, um, who's coming on campus today and, and starting to tap in then to their sentiment, um, some employee listening as to why or why not certain individuals or certain attributes of, of employees are coming in and then developing strategies to uh, bring those into to bring more and more people on campus and I think the the Dangerous thing here to as a as a word of caution is you know every bit of research that I've read so far is saying that you can't really incentivize people back into the office. You can't throw you know free lunches or raffles or concerts or happy hours uh, to to incentivize bringing people back into the office. You really need to understand what's meaningful to those individuals why certain individuals come in. And I think that's where people analytics can really understand through survey data, through badging data, um, to develop and co-create those strategies. You know, it's not solely a a people analytics activity as most people analytics projects aren't, but really to co-create how to develop those strategies, to look at the data, to really understand it and and bring more and more of those individuals back into the office if that is the company strategy or the company direction.
0: Absolutely. So we've looked a bit at the individual level and I suppose what data is important when it comes to measuring and and communicating who's best suited to different working models. But when it comes to maybe more of the team perspective, what data is important when analyzing organization networks and understanding how different teams can collaborate?
1: Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of untapped metrics to to look into. Um and so I, I think it really to me, and this is true of of I think a lot of work that we do in the people analytics space, it's about uh understanding ourselves from uh from a people analytics team or from an HR team what the data tells us and then arming and equipping people leaders to manage their teams in a way that makes sense. And so one of the things that we're beginning to do is looking at how those networks are distributed uh, within uh, our organization and understand how that collaboration works, both within teams, within departments, and then outside of those departments, outside of those teams and arm People leaders and, and individuals themselves with data that supports best practices or helps them think about how to structure their days to come into the office. When when are those, you know, one of the phrases that I've I've heard frequently are the it's the moments that matter. So what are the moments that matter in collaborating and being on site and being in person? And how do you structure your day? And I think if you're holding the keys to the kingdom in in people analytics and trying to spread mandates on how people should come in you're going to that's going to be fraught with frustration and and likely failure i think to me it's sharing those insights sharing that that data and sharing those best practices with people leaders with employees themselves so that they can leverage it and and make the best decisions for uh, them as individuals or their teams in structuring their day or understanding when it's you know going to be more productive, more efficient, more effective to be on site in person versus when you can maybe afford to work from home or have a little bit more flexibility in your working model.
0: So having spoken about people analytics influencing hybrid working practices at the individual level and at the team level thinking about both of those cases how can people analytics help align the work of the individual or the work of those teams with business challenges to demonstrate value and impact
1: yeah so uh, you know there there's probably not a uh, an overly profound response at least that i can think of here i think i think the answer is is fairly straightforward and perhaps even uh generic as i think of it because i think it's it's truly gonna be unique to whatever organization or structure you're involved in and so I think the more closely and this is true whether you're you're looking at hybrid models or any other people analytics problem, the closer you can get to truly understanding what the problem is with the assumptions or hypotheses that uh, leaders are working under, the better suited you're going to be to solving those things. And so I think it's, you know, to me, again, I, at the risk of sounding overly generic, it's getting as close to the, the problem and looking at it from a variety of different perspectives. One of the biggest things that I think is is happening in, you know, the, the return to office and the, the hybrid work is the tension that seems to exist between what senior leaders want and what employees want. And those are two different things. And it seems like there's, there's a little bit of a battle. And so I, you know, from a people analytics perspective, I don't think you can approach the problem just looking at it through one lens or hearing one side of, you know, the, the um, argument in it. You kind of need to hear both from senior leaders as well as from employees and individual contributors and everywhere in between to really get a grasp on what the problem is and then start working backwards on what data would be helpful to look at, how do we start collecting that, what would the data tell us, and then how do we share that to, again, senior leaders, to people leaders, to individual contributors, so that we can all strive towards a a common goal or um, a common set of objectives objectives which is you know usually um, business 101 is aligning your entire workforce towards common objectives common goals and I think hybrid work or or any other people analytics problem is no exception to that approach
0: absolutely well you said that answer wouldn't be profound but it was certainly certainly (laughs) comprehensive if not profound so thank you for that and I suppose we've spoken a bit about hybrid work and alluded to the fact that obviously people analytics solves a lot of problems just outside of that. And this is one example. So thinking about the future landscape of work and some of those future of work challenges more broadly as working models continue to evolve. How do you think people analytics can equip leaders with the tools that they need to navigate what I'm sure will be quite a volatile, uncertain and ever changing future landscape?
1: I think there's there's maybe a couple of things. First, I, you know, to reiterate what uh, I talked through a little bit earlier. I think it's uh, understanding what the challenges are that individuals have throughout the organization, whether it's it's individual contributors, mid-level leaders, senior leaders. What are the things that they're wrestling with? What are the challenges that they have and how do you uh, work with them to to solve that? Part of that is um Seeking to understand, not coming in with your own assumption, but it's also kind of looking at data and and doing hypothesis generation with them to understand what you may uncover. Also teaching and upskilling. One of the things that I'm a strong believer in is um, sharing the the data and the insights with the decision makers. And oftentimes those are going to be individual People leaders and and managers who are you know certainly operating under the uh, assumption of making the best decision possible for for them and their teams, but oftentimes they don't have the the data or the insights that helps them uh, get to those right decisions. So how do you get that data, get those metrics, get the insights in front of them to help them make the best decision for for them and for their teams? And so I think part of it is. Um, truly understanding what those challenges are putting data in front of people and you know maybe even before that the the second or third step depending on how you're looking at it is really teaching and and coaching and upskilling individuals on how to interpret the data what is it telling you how do you use it what decisions can you make off of it and that's where I think there's a, a big opportunity for us as people analytics professionals to uh, embed the work that we do throughout our organization and share the insights share the knowledge that we have because the the future of work as as you noted is going to consistently evolve there's going to be new challenges there's going to be things that um, maybe are on our radar today that we can predict on into the future i think you know the The whole shift to skills and gigs and, and, uh, maybe more transient type of work is one of those things where it seems like we're, we're heading in that direction. And, you know, reading tea leaves would certainly help us understand how to get there and what we can do. But I anticipate there's, uh, maybe dozens of other things that aren't on our radar today that are going to be, um, New when they pop up the pandemic's always the the golden example of one of those types of things and so how do you um, constantly shift and evolve and stay agile to not solely feel like you have to solve those challenges on your own as a people analytics team but you know really embed yourself with you know, your HR business partner or whoever your delivery arm is of HR and people leaders themselves to co-create and and co-solution those challenges together.
0: Absolutely once again definitely not generic and absolutely comprehensive so i think that's a great place to end brad thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the hrd live podcast and talking through obviously the topic of hybrid working but also broader lessons um for people analytics at scale so brad thanks so much again been great to have you
1: yeah my pleasure thanks for having me
0: you've been listening to the hrd live podcast Don't forget to look at hrdconnect.com for much more industry-defining content, including thought leadership, case studies, and exclusive Q&As. To stay up to date with our latest HRD Live episodes, remember to hit subscribe, and thank you for listening.